Well, God bless and thanks for tuning in to this uh, New Life podcast. It's been a blessing to be able to uh, bring the Word of God to you in different ways. And th- this is just another avenue that God has given us to bring you the Word of God. Yes, sir. Uh, Pastor Kerry's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of uh, people respond. Absolutely. And people have just been tuned in through the different ways that we've uh, been able to broadcast. Not only are we teaching faith in a faithless world here, but we've also been teaching it in our church. Yep. And it's bring, bringing a lot of results. But let us know right Dude, quick. Dude, it's been really good, too. Yeah. It's been really, really good. The series in the in the services. It's been it's been blessing been really, really too, good. Man. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Um, yeah, so you guys can catch us on video wise. If you want to see the video, it's going to be on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday at seven p.m. Um, it goes live, so it's an instant premiere. So if you want to watch it, the video every Thursday at seven p.m. But if you want to catch the audio, um, Adam usually uploads it. Adam, who's our video guy, who takes care of all the sound and, and video, he usually uploads it sometime on Wednesday. So if you want to catch the audio, you can catch it Wednesday in the two places, the two platforms that that I love that usually everyone uses is Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And all you have to do is search New Life Podcast, and there it is. Um, or if you want to check it out on Facebook, um, again, our video engineer, Adam, he posts the links on our Facebook page, Ministerios Nueva Vida, so you can always check it out there as well. Amen. Well, today, like we promised, we have a special guest, and uh, it's been a blessing to just talk with him and chat with him. Yes, sir. Just a few minutes that I've known him already. But uh, come to find out that we kind of have a connection uh, through our pastors as well. But I'm about to give him two titles. This is Pastor Coach Carter. How do you like that? Dude, okay, so just just, (laughs) I have to say this. So when when I was told we were going to have Coach Carter here, you already know where I'm going with this, huh? I was like, yo, like – the Samuel L. Jackson Coach Carter, <laughs> like King Carter from the movie Coach Coach Carter, and then uh, you know obviously Coach Charles Carter is here with us today. Uh, but man, like like you said, just getting the chance to talk to him has been a blessing, man. And you can just see the Holy Spirit just flowing out of you and the words that you say, man. So I'm excited to have you here Praise today, God. man. We really, really are, man. Thank Praise you so much God. for being with us today. Uh, uh, pastor, you uh, help pastor over at Church of the Nations yes. with Pastor Roy Davis. Absolutely. And when you told me, you said, hey, uh, Pastor Roy Davis says he knows you and pastor. I, I, I was like, wow, what a good connection. Because <laughs> uh, as I was mentioning to him earlier before the broadcast, uh, Pastor Roy Davis, I met him through Pastor Cisnettles when they were younger and just getting started in ministry. They they both uh, uh, knew each other and uh, ministered together and came <clears> to <throat> each other each other's churches. I remember having a service with his church here, right? And then they would go over there, things like that. And so uh, it's a, it's a, it's a big blessing uh, to have you today and uh, just talking about some of the issues just right here. I mean, I'm going to chime in every once in a while, but I think uh, you you guys have a better dialogue being that you minister to youth and things like that. But it's been a blessing to have you here. Thanks for being with us. Well, I'm glad to be here. Um, you said the original Coach Carter. I am the <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> tell, and tell them why. Tell, coach, tell us how long you've been coaching. I've been coaching for 40 years. 40 um, years, I coached man. at um, – I was the head basketball coach at Wilma Hutchins mm. High School in Dallas. And everything in the movie from Coach Carter is exactly what went on at my That's school. Awesome, man. So That's yeah, awesome, I was man. like, you know, when they came out with the movie, all of my players coach. Man, that's, <laughs> that's you. That's, that's you. Us, man. That's you. Get a royalty check so, or something, you, you, man. That's what I said. Hey, I'm waiting on my money. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> but no, it's it's been a it's been just a privilege and an honor to work with kids mm-hmm. for 40 years. Man. And I do it because I love it. Yeah. And I desire to see them walk in the right way, walk upright with God, and learn and grow in God. Yes, sir. And so that's why I try to try to input all that I have 
into them. That's good, And man. I look forward to it every single day. Yes, sir. Hey, Coach, I wanted to ask you something. Um, you know, we're going to get into faith in a faithless world, but just from a leadership standpoint, if I can ask you this question, man, 40 years, <laughs> that's, that's impressive, man. Mm. It doesn't seem mm. like it, though. Mm. Yeah, 40 years with teenagers. You know, in the world with, today. With teenagers. Let's with emphasize teenagers. with teenagers. With teenagers, man. <laughs> and here's the thing. The culture has changed over the years. Oh Seasons have changed. Teenagers have changed over the years. I guess one thing that I would love to learn from you today, and if you're a youth pastor, a youth leader watching and listening, this is a question that I'm pretty sure we would all like to ask. 40 years, man, how? How have you been faithful? How have you been consistent? And how have you had over – because here's the thing. And, and even in ministry, you know, you'll have some youth pastors who are in it for like two years and then they just kind of like have no impact no more. Or they be in it for five years and then it just kind of fizzles off, right? There's no impact. There's no influence. For 40 years, you've had influence in young people's lives. And I guess the question that I would like to ask, sir, is what has been the secret sauce in a sense? What has helped you be consistent and faithful for 40 years working with teenagers? Well, basically, it's the success that came along with it. I've had so many athletes that became successful mm -hmm. and, and went on to do great things and became great uh, leaders in the community mm -hmm. and gave back to the community. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that and knowing that I had just a little bit of input in that mm. to get them focused on, on the journey that God's called them to has made a tremendous impact in me. Mm -hmm. And so I desire to see even more, even more. I call myself Johnny Appleseed. I just mm -hmm. love going around throwing seeds on these kids mm. and waiting for the, the growth, mm -hmm. waiting for the fruit to produce. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though you're not going to reach them all, but I try my best mm -hmm. That's right. to reach each and every one. Mm -hmm. And with those that fall by the wayside, it just really tears my heart apart. Mm -hmm. But I just continue to pray, mm -hmm. believe God, trust God, call on his name, mm -hmm. and allow him to be God. Because, you know, I, I have no control. Right. But he has all control. That's right. So I seek him every day, mm. allow him to use me however he fit, and hopefully everything just fall into the way that the plan that he has. That's right. And so that's where I, I just continue to do that. Yeah. And I love doing it. Yeah. I love kids. I love kids. And um I love it when they when their eyes light up and they get it. Uh -huh. When they get it, the light bulb pops. That light bulb come on, and they get it. Man, I'm just like, I'm like a proud papa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's basically the secret for me. Continue to do it. Yeah, I'm not tired yet. Mm. You know, I'm I'm mm. planning to. My plan is to go six more years. Uh -huh. Wow. And then still ministry on the uh -huh. outside. Mm. But you know, whatever God plan is, that's what I'm gonna do. So awesome. so listen, seek God. Trust God mm -hmm. and pray. And, you know, it's interesting because working with teenagers, sometimes we can think like we can forget about those things. Yeah. In all honesty, mm -hmm. in ministry, we can sometimes we can get so caught up in the everyday of it that we can forget that most important part. So seek God, trust him. Pray. Most important, like you said, continue to plant seed. What did Paul say? Preach in and out of season. Out of season. Right. There you go. Out right. of season. One, one of the one of the things one, one of the scriptures that I'm going to start off with uh, the teaching this Wednesday is mm -hmm. uh, Mark chapter 11, uh, 22, and it starts off with J Jesus simply saying this, starting this and starting with this statement, and he just said, "Have faith in God." Yes. He starts that off. Have yes. faith in God. 
And so one of the things that we're, we're talking about today is, uh, is the kids, mm-hmm. you know, the kids. And I think that's, that's powerful, Quint. When we talk about working with kids, we got to start with we got to have faith gotta in God. Have faith. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, uh, Coach Carter, you've had the, the, the blessing of not just ministering to church kids, mm-hmm. but you go out to the prisons. You go yes. out to, the, you know, of course, in the schools and everywhere you go yes. to. Uh, let's, let's be honest. Nowadays, there is so much violence going on. And it's, you don't see a lot of 30, 40, 50, 60-year-olds that are doing them. I mean, you do. But most of the crimes right now are being committed by young people. Young, people. young, young people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in broadcasts before, we've talked, like I've mentioned to you, we've talked about, you know, we, we, we know what a lot of the issues are as mm-hmm. to why and things like that, or maybe what could probably be the cause. But what is the solution, man? I mean, where does the church, where do we as faith believers, uh, uh, believers in Christ, what what's our role what are we supposed to be do we just sit back and pray and listen to the news and hear everything that's going on how do we respond to that well basically we know that satan is trying to x this generation out there it is he's trying to destroy this generation Mm -hmm. he comes to steal kill and destroy Mm -hmm. so his focus is taking them Mm -hmm. because the thing about it most of the generation now they don't know the word of God. That's right. That's right. They, have not intru- they have not been introduced to God. Mm. And so that's why it's an easy, easy thing for Satan to destroy them. Because mm, they, what the, what, they don't know they have something to fight back with. That's yeah, right. Dominion. So now when Satan comes in, he takes control of their mind. Mm-hmm. And then they're free to, you know, they're, mm-hmm. he's free to do whatever with them that he wants. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's so much violence in the world. That's right. The parents are not training the child up. Mm-hmm. In the way they should go. Mm, that's, right. that's good. They're not being trained up in the way they should go. Mm. So we, as as the church, mm-hmm. we have to go to them. Mm-hmm. We have to reach out to them. See, a lot of people have given up on them, but we can't give up. That's good. God didn't give up on us. That's right. So we can't give up on them. That's right. And God is still the author and the finisher. That's right, sir. That's right. And as long as we trust God and put them in God's hands mm-hmm. and continue to do what God com- commanded us to do. Mm-hmm then we're going to see the victory. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're going to see them not be a generation of X, Amen. but become a generation of excellence. That's, good, that's right. And that's we, right. Gonna, you know, that's, that's our whole that's goal that's as a church. That's good. To know that we, this child can turn around. Mm-hmm. It's not too late. That's right. That's it's right. not too late. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I like about your role as a coach and as a man of God is, you know, we're always saying, well, we got to reach the kids with the Word of God. we got to reach them with the gospel. we got to reach them with the gospel. Um, Pastor Kerry, you and I have spoken numerous times as to how do we get this new generation into the church? Mm-hmm. How do we reach them with the gospel, yeah. you know? He's got an excellent platform to be able to reach different people, mm-hmm. different kids, uh, where he's at. But, I mean, give me, give me some ideas. How can the church, because the church is very important. You just said mm-hmm. they're not being raised in the Lord, in, in the Word of God. Back in the day, our grandparents, our parents would go to church, and they wouldn't ask us. They would make us go to church. Make you go to church. Today, yes, uh, parents, 
don't go to church. They don't go to church. And, and they don't make their kids go to church. No. So, so and, and this just shows how important the church is because a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, the church, it's a thing of the past, whatever. No, no, no. We see a generation that's lost because of a lack of church in their life and, mm-hmm. and the Word of God in their life. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do we reach? What, what's, what's some ideas on how we can reach this new generation? So for me, man, one of the things that I firmly believe in is we have to be a church that's, number one, authentic. Let's be real. You know, stop trying to be somebody that we're not, Mm. you know, and this is something that um, I learned from Ed, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Ed Young in in Grapevine. Mm -hmm. So he's real big on just being authentic. You Mm -hmm. know, don't try to be somebody you're not. Nowadays, you got pastors and leaders um, who pretend to be somebody they're not just to try to fit in. Right. That's right. And so they dress a different way. They they try to change all this stuff. Right. Thinking like. That's going to mm-hmm. get kids to come around, people mm-hmm. to come around. And the thing is, it may draw them in for a minute, but kids see right through that stuff. Young Absolutely. adults, they see right This isn't real. This Absolutely. isn't who we really are, right? Yeah. And so I truly believe we have to be real with who we are. Who we are. Let's be authentic. This is who God created. I'm comfortable in who God created. Amen. Me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Amen. As well, we've had this conversation. Yeah, like, man, you're a cowboy. Absolutely. Be a cowboy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Be authentic with that. I love sports. I'm going to be authentic with that. I love yes. I played basketball growing up. And so I truly believe if we can be authentic, that is major, major key. And also, too, what you said, Coach, I once heard someone say, before we can ask someone to sit at our table, we have to be willing to sit at their table. Exactly. And so before before the COVID thing happened, that was one of the things that I was really big, you know, in schools, visiting schools, stuff like that. And so we saw fruit from that. Mm-hmm. You know, we did see fruit kids coming in because they were like, hey, they're coming to, in a sense, sit at my table. So now we can go sit at their table. Absolutely. You know? But at the same time, when we get them there, be authentic. Be true to who God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that God wants to use the real you, not the fake you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I truly believe we got to be authentic, mm-hmm. number one. And most importantly, be willing to sit at their table. Because that's what Jesus was all about, right? <laughs> he sat down right. with people at their table, Matthew and all the tax collectors. Yeah. He sat at their table right. before he said, hey, come sit at my table. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that's a major, major key Very as well. Good. That's right. Pastor, you know, you, you've, you're you in both scenes, you know. You work with kids outside the church and kids inside the church, and you're part of the ministry, things like that. Um, so what, what is your idea? What, what what do you see as to how we can reach them? What, what, what are kids telling you on the outside as to how, what's your attitude towards the church? Let me say that. Well, first of all, some of the things that I've been doing, um, once a year I'll have like a tailgate at the church in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And big, you know, fire up the grill. We have, you know, we have a volleyball court, basketball court, you know, bounce houses, all that. Sure. And 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 I bring all my athletes and anybody else that ah, want to come. There you go. Come. I invite the parents. I invite all of them, and we fellowship. Yeah. yeah. And we talk about the Lord, and we fellowship. And that's major, right there. And we 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 gotta have something to draw these kids, something they'll be interested in. Hmm. What. What got us back in the day, it's not going to get them. Man, you need to say that again. Yeah. <laughs> what got us back in the day is not going to reach them. That's right. Because they that's look right. back, man, you know, that's old stuff. That stuff is not going to work. Man, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You got to hit them where they are. So, if it's got to be gospel rap, let them have gospel rap. Mm. Whatever will penetrate their soul mm. and get pique their interest. Mm-hmm. I have several of those kids that play for me, they love gospel rap. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. And they they rapping about the word of God. That's right. So, and I've even had one one young man, uh, his father was in prison and all this, and he he came crying, and so I took him outside and ministered to him, and he told me his whole situation. And so I started talking to him about the Lord. Mm. Talked to him about giving it to the Lord. Let Mm. God handle it. And so uh, God saved his father in prison. Wow. His middle name was Gabriel, mm. and his father named him after that, after the archangel. Right. Wow. So I took, he said, I said, well, do you have a Bible? No, I don't have a Bible. I went and bought him a Bible, mm. and I had Gabriel engraved on it. I gave it to him as a Christmas gift. Mm. That just changed his whole world. Wow. And his mother said, oh, my God, you got him on the right path. He came to me the other day, and he said, he said, I know what I want to do now. Mm-hmm. And she said, what is that? She said, I want to be a coach and a pastor like Coach Carter. Wow. And I'm cool, like, there you go. and that just blew my, that blew me away. So, wow. I mean, I try to go where they are mm-hmm. and meet them right where they are mm-hmm. and embrace what they're going through mm-hmm. and then show them that there's a, there's a way out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a way of escape. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's the main thing. So, um, I think we got to come up with creative ideas. Creative ideas. To bring these kids in. Holy Spirit will give it to us. That's right. He'll give it. To, he gave me the, the tailgate. Mm-hmm. Kids start coming, mm-hmm. eating food. You know they love food. They, right. and they just had fun. They knew that people loved them. Mm-hmm. We loved on them. Mm-hmm. We loved on them. I, I want to read this one little yes, thing, that I wrote down last night. Yes, sir. And uh, I don't mean to no, take up any time, but mm-hmm. it said, a child needs both to be hugged and unhugged. Mm. The hug lets them know they are valuable. Okay. The unhug let them know that they are viable. Mm. If you want, if if you are always shoving them away, they will cling to you for love. Mm. If you're always holding them closer, they will cling to you for fear. Mm. And when I read that, I'm like, Wow, man, that's that, good. that says a lot. Yeah, that says a lot. So they got to be hugged and unhugged. Yeah. They got to know that they're loved. Yeah. But they got to know that you're going to be there for them when they're afraid. Yeah. That's right. They need to come to us instead of going to yeah. the streets. That's right. That's right. Because right. they think that's love. That's not love. That's mm-hmm. right. They think that's somebody's caring about you. Mm-hmm. That's the enemy waiting to destroy you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out a way how to do both to these kids. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hug and unhug them. That's I hug cool. all my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I hug them all. Yeah. I'm a hugger. Yeah. Exactly. I am a hugger. That's good. I hug them, and, and I tell them, man, I love you, you know. I tell them that. Yeah. I tell all those kids in school, man, I love you. That's good. That's and, you good. know, they'll look at you like. Because they might not even they, hear that at home. Sad they to say. never hear it. Sad to say. But we are supposed to mm-hmm. show the love of God. That's, That's right. right. There you go. That's right. To it, them kids. Jesus actually kids. said it like this, man. He said, people will know you by how you love. People mm-hmm. will know you're Christians by how you love others. That's they right. will know that you belong to me by how you love others. Yeah. So good, man. And I think one of the things you guys touched on it before we got started recording uh, concerning the respect thing that we're not being um, good teachers of at home. And I think that's something that as a youth pastor, sometimes it's very difficult for you because maybe parents come to you to see if you could help make uh, uh, do a miracle in their right. kid's life or like like coach said put them on the right path right. and and that's okay that's good you know thanks for the um 
vote of confidence and, 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 and the belief in us and things like that. But as parents, we need to let them know, mom and dad, you need to help us by being an example at home. Man. Example. To live by example. You know, and, and I think parents, we need to we need to know that. Um, I'm talking to some parents right now and some situations that I'm dealing with and, and they're realizing that they're they're the example. They're uh, what what they're doing is being passed on to their kids, yeah. mm-hmm. and so therefore you got to understand that yes, you can bring them to uh, Pastor Coach Carter, you can bring them to Pastor Carey, and you can bring them to the tailgate things like that. But what's going to happen when they go home? Exactly. What's yeah. going to happen when we need your help, parents? You need the Lord. You need to come to church. You need to bring your kids to church, Dad. You need to teach your son, your daughter, how to worship God. They need to see you on your knees. They need to see you loving God, and and uh, I, I think it's very very important coach that parents need to jump on board and they need a savior as well absolutely absolutely and a lot of the kids that that i minister to once they start seeking the lord it start filtering into the home yeah and parents go like i mean it start convicting them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what well, man if he's gonna do this i gotta check myself there you go i gotta check myself there you go you know and and that's that's my prayer I intercede and pray all the time that God let me reach these kids Amen. so they can reach their parents. That's right. That's right. You know, so we can turn this thing around. That's right. It's all about what we do. That's right. It's all about what we do. Amen. And and like he said before, they know when you're not genuine. Hmm. They know when you're fake. Mm-hmm. You know, I I dress all kinds of ways. <laughs> so they know me. <laughs> he might come up here in a tux. He might come up here in his sneakers. He might come up here, man, dressed like he's hip hop, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's just who I am. That's right. I, I mean, coming from Dallas, and and I had inner city kids. Mm-hmm. That's the way you have to relate to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I came to Lubbock, and I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> how do I relate now? <laughs> <laughs> What's the big difference in West Texas saying? and inner city? Oh my goodness, it's more violence. Isn't more that, gangs. Isn't that crazy? More violence. You're more saying, violence. okay, you're coming from the inner city of Dallas, and you're coming to West Texas, and you're saying more violence? More violence. Wow. More gangs. More, more, more murder. Hmm. More drugs. More hmm. all that. Hmm. It's more. Way more than you can imagine. And That's crazy. The kids are they're in it deep. Yeah. They're really deep into it. And mm. they're they, they're jumping on teachers in the classroom. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Mm. And but I never had that problem. That's good. Because if good. God be before me, <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm not worried about who comes against me. That's right. So when I came to Lubbock, it was so quiet and it scared me. I'm like, <laughs> Lord, it's I don't hear any sirens. I don't hear. Um, I mean, it's just quiet. And I'm yeah. like, wow. But. What I've seen here with the kids here, they're not as deep as the ones in inner city. Okay. They're just getting started. Mm. But it's but it's building up. Mm. It's building up. And we need to cut it off now. That's right. Before we get to that point. That's okay. right. Because that's a war zone. I follow you now. That is a war zone. We as a church need to find a way to extinguish this thing now. Gotcha. Amen. Amen. Now. Pastor Kerry, as a youth pastor, man, what you know, you talk to other youth pastors and things like that. Uh, 
has this topic come up as to how hard it is trying to reach the kids today or, or, or is oh, it about yeah. the same? So, so one of the things is, like, I know a lot of, like, we've talked about just the ministry in general in youth ministries. They are struggling, in a sense, with attendance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially since the pandemic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's be honest, you know, people just got comfortable mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, home, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I truly believe, too, a lot of it, like we've all agreed with up here, a lot of it has to do with mom and dad, mm. specifically dad. Mm. So <clears throat> I read this the other day, and I want to share it. And it's in First uh, Kings chapter 15, verse 3. It says, And he walked in all the sins which his father Rehoboam had mm. done before him. <laughs> Every single one. Not wow. one, not two. He, the Bible says that his son walked in every, every single every one of his sins. Wow. And it says he was not faithful to the Lord with all his heart like his great-grandfather, David. Wow. Yes. And when I read that, I was like, dang. Hmm. Like, that is serious because you see that. Yeah. You can see that. Yeah. And so I, I, I put this on Facebook. I said, dear dads, who you are, what you do, and how you live matters. Matters. That's because right. your son and your daughter watch everything that you do that's right and if a kid doesn't have a father figure in his home <laughs> it makes it even worse because yeah. there are some people out on the streets that make it seem like they yeah. want to be a father to them yeah but they're just using them man. using them that's right yeah and so for me man you know when it comes to youth ministry have we seen um a battle yeah absolutely um but i i agree with what you said coach you know um there has been a demonic attack on today's kids like mm-hmm. crazy because we were talking about this before i wish we had them mics rolling man mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh we we're talking about how you know what has been the biggest change from teenagers from 20 years ago to today and i love what you said you said respect kids today don't respect mm. even in the church man let's be honest mm-hmm. it's the kids kids don't know how to respect because like you said they don't respect themselves mm. and so um yeah for me I have seen a battle. But like you said, like we've all agreed with, I truly believe this is a season in our lives where we need to storm the gates of hell. Absolutely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's what Jesus spoke on. Yeah. You know, having a church thriving and creative Mm -hmm. that the enemy can't come against it. Mm -hmm. And so I believe, like you said, man, Coach, we got to take the fight to the gates of hell. We got to right. take it. We got to take, gotta it, take to them. it to them. Amen. Amen. We're about almost out of time on our first segment. Uh, we've got just a, a couple of minutes. Uh, but when we come back, let's talk about that. Let's talk about some creative ideas that maybe we can give some youth pastors, some churches, some encouragement to people that maybe there's a young coach who says, man, it's. I don't know if I can do this and be a man of God still. You know, which, which one do I do? Do I let, the, you know, you got experience, 40 years of experience in that. Let's, let's encourage them. Let's let mm. them know they can and how and, and what are some things that are going to try to discourage them as a youth pastor. Let's talk to some youth pastors that are just getting started on, on maybe what is going to try to discourage them, but how they can counterattack that right. and get creative on going after this. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Uh, this is some really good stuff. We'll be uh, back next week on our next podcast for part two with uh, Pastor Coach Carter. I gave you that double title there. Uh, Pastor Coach Carter, Pastor Carrie, and we're going to continue talking about uh, 
you know, trying to establish or sow uh, seeds of faith in this next generation and, mm. and giving you creative ideas and letting you know you're not by yourself. I don't know if there's anything else, Pastor Kerry, you want to say before we end this first segment? Uh, yeah, man, there's actually one more, more thing that I want to say. Um, this is important. Um, have you seen Top Gun Maverick mm, yet? Mm. <laughs> no, I knew you were going to ask that. The streets want to know, man. I knew you were going to so ask every that. every week we've been asking, have you seen Top Gun Maverick? And he's like, nope, I haven't yeah. seen it. Nope, it's, because, seen it. it's because he, he preached one time. <laughs> and he gave the whole thing away. I mean, Spoiler I'm alert. like, you know, we haven't watched it, bro. And he gave the whole plot away. So anyway. Even gave the ending? Everything, man. Oh, God. I said spoiler alert yeah, ahead of time. Yeah, but that don't count, man. But anyway, we'll come back. I was hoping we'd get through the program nah, without man, I can't bringing let it up. slide, man. But uh, we'll come back and uh, and um, let you guys dialogue more. All right? Solid. Amen. Thank you all. We'll see you all Bless next y'all. week.